10 to 1, episode 98. Top 10 Christmas Songs. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. Here we are doing our very first Christmas episode. And you just heard the Christmas variation of our theme song that my brother Luke put together. Yes, and it is awesome. Thanks so much, Luke. It's amazing. Definitely. Thank you, Luke. That might be the nicest thing that any listener has done. All right. Well, I think this list is pretty self-explanatory. We're just a couple of weeks away from Christmas. We're doing a Christmassy episode, kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. filling in the gaps before our 100th episode. Coming up, if you're going to vote on your favorite episodes, you better do that soon. Better Good do point. it quick. Go ahead and send that in. Did we do a Christmas episode last year? I don't think oh, we did. I don't this, think so. Let me go check I think quick. this might be our first ever Christmas episode, mm. which would be good to have within hey. our- First 100 episodes. I suppose. Yeah, it's at least our first with Christmas in the title, so I assume that means it's our first Christmas episode. There we go. Wow. Two years in, and we've only got one Christmas episode. I feel a little ashamed about that. (laughs) At least we got one, though. Good job, Brian and Melissa. (laughs) All right, so I guess you're going first on this list. Yes, and I... Oh, let's see. So I have... Do it my top ten... I have about 10 honorable mentions. I have a few that are not actually Christmas songs, although they're usually sung around Christmas. Uh, I'll, I'll have his honorable mentions. And yeah, just put them in order that I liked them. So anything anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I've got 10 honorable mentions as well. So, uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of songs that I like, including some that I don't like that we'll get around to. All right, well, I'll get started then. My number 10, and I just at the last second decided to bump this up to my top 10, and it's uh, Christmas Pipes, specifically the uh, uh, Celtic Woman uh, version of it, which might be the only version I've heard. Uh, Have you heard this? Have you heard anyone else sing this? I don't think I have. I don't think so either. I know it's not original to them, but uh, I think it's my favorite Christmas song uh, that I didn't already know uh, that I heard from their CDs. And uh, yeah, it always always makes me happy. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we'll call this one a crossover because I had a different one for my number 10. But I realized, you know what? I do like this one better than my original number Whoa, 10. So I just did that myself. I just changed it. <laughs> Interesting. All right, then. So a good last-minute crossover. Yeah, I mean, song by the Celtic women. They're just, they have Celtic such woman. beautiful voices to it's begin one with. woman. Sorry. Um, but it's such yeah. a, a feel-good, warm song, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It surely is. So it's a sit on the couch with a mug like of cocoa chocolate and, yeah, just and slippers. Just gaze at the lights, the and, uh, Christmas tree. And, yeah. Uh, just smile happily. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, good one. 
Yeah, right. So my original was uh, uh, well, Driving Home for Christmas. Oh, see, so you should have saved that because I was 100% sure that was going to be on your list. Oh, so okay. I'll, well, save, I'll save mine as a surprise because uh, it's it's the exact opposite of Driving Home for Christmas. No, no. Okay. <laughs> but did not make my top ten. Okay. So we'll see if that's a surprise later on. Okay. Anything else you want to add for this one? No, I think that's I think that's it. All right. Well, then that run that uh, wraps up both of our number ten Christmas pipes, and we can move on to my number nine, which is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." And my favorite rendition is Judy Garland, and you know uh, where she sings it. She sings it on uh, "Meet Me in St. Louis." Yeah, that's right. So, Grew up uh, with that movie. Yeah, it's it's an all right movie. I think uh, we. I loved it better us, as a kid. Right, but uh, as uh, Judy Garland, so so that's thumbs up and has have yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, so uh, this is in sort of the uh, nostalgic genre of Christmas songs. There might be some others that'll pop up on either of our lists. I guess we didn't do it at the beginning. Do you think there'll be any crossovers? We already had one, and you already know what another of my songs is. But uh, I think we'll have... Maybe two more. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe another two more. So three total, I think, is a fair guess. So that's... Unless you want to add anything on this one? No, I mean, it's fine. Um... I like it. It's, it's sort of a very bittersweet song. Yeah, I like bittersweet. Yeah, you would. It's one of my favorite flavors. <laughs> Not for food, just for <laughs> Just for everything else, and for movies. life itself. Aww. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's nice. It just yeah, and it's Judy, Judy Garland. It's, it's such a sad time, though. Yeah. Because they're going to have to leave their home, and they're going to have to destroy their snowmen. And... Oh, see, I don't uh, I don't have any oh. whatchamadeals. I don't have any Nostalgia, connections any, yeah. to the movie. Huh. I don't even remember the part of the movie where they sing this, so it doesn't speak in that way to me. But it does have the little girl crying at this part of the song, uh-huh. I see. So, so there's that. That's my number nine, making little girls cry since 1941, or whenever it was this movie came out. Have yourself a merry little Christmas now. That's a command. That's not a request. Well done. Okay, so the reason driving home for Christmas didn't make my list is, believe it or not, uh, through constant near constant listening this christmas it uh-huh. has diminished a little bit Whoa. like i've i've played it so much Shocking. that i'm like i'm ready for a little bit of a break i'm sure next year i'll be like yeah sure. that's the true spirit of christmas I'm and sure. it'll be my number one again but uh i mean it's kind of fluffy lyrics so for now it's like well i don't know that it's top 10 material but you know it's like 11 okay. 12 uh but my number nine so ten was christmas pipes my number nine is the song that Burl Ives is best known for. Mm-hmm. Have a holly jolly Christmas. That probably is his best known song. Ding. No, uh, ding. Ding. I don't really know so too wonderful. much about Burl Ives. There's no actually. one else who can sing this song, okay? You're just not as good. 
He says it with such zest and gusto. Yeah. Let's see. And something oh. about the cadence and timbre of his voice. It's so perfect. Sounds so so cheery. All right, all right. He was a popular actor in the 40s and 50s. Oh, yeah. He did uh, Sam the Snowman on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, oh, yes, yes. One? I do yeah. remember that, yeah. So he sings this on there. He sings uh, Silver and Gold. I, he doesn't sing Have a Holly Jolly Christmas on there. Yeah, that's no, the, he doesn't. It's the last song in Re- Rudolph the Reindeer. R- Rudolph the Red-Nosed no. Reindeer. Yeah, you don't remember this part where the, wow. the deer kisses the other deer? Oh, wow. Man. Oh, it's been so long since I watched that All the elves are dancing around. I do remember that now. Yeah. Wow, that was that was way back in the old days. Yeah. Buried the memories of this. I guess so. I used to watch it every year, though. All right, well, that's my number nine. Holly Jolly Christmas. Nice. All right. So, let's see. On to... Oh, you know what? We're on my number eight, which is Holly Jolly Christmas. Well, there we go. Very good. Very good. (laughs) I don't have anything to add. I do like it. And uh, Burl Ives is so jolly. Oh, I know. What a jolly fellow. So moving on to your number eight. All right. My number eight is here. Now we're getting into some of the Christian songs. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say that we're done with the secular songs, but I really, really like this one a lot. It's O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. All right. I I think one version that I really like is uh, done by the piano guys, actually. All right. Here's that one. Yeah, so a cello just really moves me. <laughs> just hearing a cello playing by itself like this and the, the golden mellow notes mm-hmm. just hanging in the air. And then... Is just kind of a, a haunting melody as well. Um, I really like the the lyrics. R- o come, O come, Emmanuel, ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here. Hmm. Uh, I think it's one of the more solid uh, as far as uh, lyrics go. One of the more solid Christmas songs. Hmm. And I don't know. I really wish that that. Uh, churches would sing it more uh i think this one is almost sort of a has a bittersweet sound to it Mm -hmm. and uh i (laughs) let i was hating on you a little bit for doing it with have yourself a little merry christmas merry little christmas Mm -hmm. but i really like it with this one (laughs) i like all the sadder sounding christmas songs actually the christian christmas songs interesting okay yeah it's a good one um I don't know. I don't know that I really have anything anything to add. Um, it's not on my list, but uh, it's a nice song. All right. So that's your... Was that your eight? Yeah, my number eight. Okam, Okami Manual. All right. Moving on to my number seven. And we are at a, a perennial favorite and a oft-parodied. Christmas song, maybe the most parodied Christmas song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. And uh, for me, the the classic version is Roger Whitaker. You've heard this one, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. 
This is the this is the version that all other versions are measured against. It might yeah. not be your favorite, but to it's me, fine. this is the version. But for me, the version is done by Straight No Chaser. Theirs is so great. Uh, but theirs isn't. So I do like theirs a lot. I know it's they a mix parody. in a bunch of other songs. I know, but it's so, so great. It's good, but it's not just the Twelve Days of Christmas. Well, and that's it's the one Twelve of the Days reasons. of Christmas. And Toto's Africa, and that's uh, one of the reasons that I like it. Is, you know, this is a song that gets kind of, kind of tepid, a little boring, especially no. by the time you've gotten up to day ten through twelve. You know, no. you're singing the same thing over and over. It's fun when you're a kid, but by the time you're an adult, it's like <sighs> this song again. Oh no, I so disagree. I like straight especially no this chaser, one. There's the way they shake it up. No, this one they sing. There's so many different groups singing it. It doesn't get boring. They, they, they drop into what is, is this a minor key? Yeah, minor key. Boom. Don't know anything about music, but I can. I <laughs> you can know fake enough. It. I can fake it. <laughs> enough to be so, dangerous, as we yeah, said before. Stuff like that. Uh, so, no, they they mix it up pretty well. And uh, yeah, the straight no, no chaser. I'm not denying they they mix it up well, but. Sure, sure. The straight no chaser one is is good. Uh, Studio C does a really fun one. Oh, that one's awesome. Uh, that, uh, of course, completely replaces the lyrics uh, with with Studio C references. And you have to w- have watched all their videos to get. Right. Uh, there's uh, the uh, the Great White North uh, guys. Uh, what's it? Bob and Doug McKenzie, I think, do uh, do their version. Let me let me pull I don't that one up. I've heard this one. Oh, you have. It's, it's not the, come to mind. It's the two Canadian guys. Oh yes. Uh, oh yes. Uh, let's yes, let's play it. this for the audience. Okay, good day. It's our Christmas part of the album, and you well, can play this in well, Christmas. We don't parties, do the whole thing. Uh, or to yourself. We'll do the first part at least. If there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought like I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be. Are on. there characters on? Okay, so I think SCTV or uh, and we're gonna tell you what to or, get. Or Mad uh, TV, one of those shows. Love for Christmas. Look out the window. Where? They did the voices of the moose on uh, Brother Bear. Oh. Uh, snow. What? Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas right. time. They're hey. still... Uh, Hoser. What? Yeah, it was SCTV. It was uh, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? I, I didn't... Uh, All right, my dear. Where do you get 12? Maybe we should I'm, pause I'm skipping the ahead. episode. I'm skipping ahead. There we go. All right, we're there. We're there. Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. <laughs> okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. <laughs> you start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. <laughs> that was pretty much what you need to hear. Turtlenecks and a beer. <laughs> so, I mean just makes me laugh i remember the first time i heard that song it really took me by surprise and, it just uh, suddenly abruptly stopped yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great so uh yeah 12 days of christmas the straight just the song and then also all of the remixes uh that are so fun made it to my list 12 days of christmas is my number seven what do you got melissa all right my number seven is another really great Christmas song out of the hymnal. It's God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah so it's 
almost sounds forbidding. <laughs> uh, and I, I know there's kind of a theme coming out here of sort of the darker side of Christmas, <laughs> but I like it. I love the the more awe-inspiring, and it's got cool, cool lyrics. Although the mir- the music doesn't quite fit the the lyrics. Tidings of comfort and joy, but it sounds a little <laughs> more forbidding. But it's still cool, and I've always loved it. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, I I like it. It's definitely it definitely feels very traditional. Feels like yeah, it's from like Charles Dickens' time. It does. Charles yeah. Dickens' Christmas Carol. They were all singing this. I bet it feels like one of those songs. So I like it. It's good. Yeah, and then you've got the organ swelling in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who doesn't love an organ? Yeah. All right, so that's my number seven. God rest ye, merry gentlemen. All right. So then my... Oh, let's see. What are we on? Six? Yeah. Number six for me is another fun song. And it's called Sleigh Ride. Wow. You know this one? I didn't know you liked this song. Yeah, much. that's a good song. Wow, and I like Johnny Mathis. Is my you know, favorite. this is pretty good, actually. I need yeah. to put this on my Christmas playlist. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and this is another one with a Yoo-hoo! bunch of different people that sing it, but I do like Johnny Mathis best. He's a very uh, clean uh, voice. Is kind of, the best way I can put it. Very smooth. It voice. sounds almost like a teenager, da- teenager's voice, but without cracks. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, kind of like that. Yep. So, uh, never really listened to any other any other songs by Johnny Mathis other than this and maybe one other Christmas song that he sung. I didn't even think sing, about so. this one, but yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, good this choice. is one that gets stuck in my head a lot, so. Yeah. Oh, this was a lot of fun to play. Back in college, Christmas time would roll around and I'd be in the symphonic band uh-huh. and get ready to do our Christmas program. This was always a little bit of a harder one, hmm. but I liked it. And uh, we always had the extra percussion instruments, the whip crack and the, uh-huh. the things for the horse clopping and stuff. Horse whip clopping. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, I liked it. All right. Well, that's my number six. Sleigh Ride, and Johnny Mathis is my favorite. All right. My number six is, again, out of the hymnal. It's What Child Is This? So, again, Yeah, you weren't kidding with the uh, (laughs) sort of somber. I know. I just like it. (laughs) It it makes me feel uh, more, more solemn. And uh-huh. cont- contemplative. Uh-huh. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, Josh Groban does a pretty good job with this song. And um, I just like these songs that are a little bit uh, more in the minor minor keys, I guess. Uh-huh. And then it gets more more positive on the verse. Okay. And then ends on a more minor note again. So, yeah. Good lyrics again. Yeah. I'd say these are the best some of the best of the Christian songs. Huh. Christian Christmas songs. Doesn't really stand out to me. Oh, I have always no. loved this one. Like, as a child, this probably was my favorite song. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
Now, this is just from a musical perspective, probably one of my not the least favorites, but very very average to me musically. Doesn't do it for See, me. It, it, it just stood out to me as a lot more unique than most of the other yeah, songs I mean, in the hymn I'm book. I'm not saying it's not unique, but it's... Nah, 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 nah. It's very kind of sing-song, I very guess, slow, back and forth. Well, I guess the more somber tones speak to me. I guess so. And I'm just all about Jingle Bells, <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Sleigh Ride. Right. So, all right. All right, so my number six, What Child Is This? Okay, and we're in the uh, top half of my list now. On to my number five, and my number five is Ding Dong, Merrily on High. And I think think this is the first, yes, so the first five on my list were, uh, I guess, secular songs, and the... The last five, starting with this one, are uh, actual Christmas songs, you might say. So, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I like the or like the chorus on this one. And, yeah. Um, Not easy to do when you're actually singing it. Right, right. To hit all of those notes and make them sound distinct. Yeah. So, uh, this, one, this particular one is from uh, Boys Choir at King's College, Cambridge. So, uh, well, uh, yeah, but I like, like, uh, Celtic Woman when they sing it. I think I pretty much like it. Just about any version. I don't know, have we, do we really sing this in, in church, or have we sung this in... No, we've never sung, sung this anywhere. Yeah. We've only heard it on CDs. Yeah. That's too bad. It is a shame. It's a, it's it's a pretty a nice, nice one. one. Yeah. Uh, the next one on my list is somewhat similar, and uh, that one is sung more in churches, so maybe that maybe that's why that's a little, a little easier to sing, maybe. Huh. But uh, yeah, I do like this one. That's my number five. Ding dong, merrily on high. Good it choice. is a Christian song. Yeah. I wasn't going to b- debate that. I know, but not maybe the first one that springs to your mind when you think of That's like, true. Hymn. That's true. Christian hymns or Christmas hymns. Okay. But, uh, it is. So. Well, my number five boasts itself as being the Christmas song. Ooh. And the only one who can sing it for me is Bing Crosby. What about Nat King Cole? How about Bing Crosby? What about Michael Bublé? Yeah, I mean, they've got good voices, too. Sketch Henderson has jetted in for the holidays, uh, and he now joins me in Mel Torme. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Wow, that's awful. That was 1946. Wow. So. A, little, find a little while ago. More up-to-date version. Well, he's been dead a few years. Yeah, I, I just I just clicked on the top one that wasn't I an, guess so. an hour long of all of his well, songs okay. combined. So. Yeah, so... Sorry. Bing Crosby has such such a golden voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you really feel like you are home in this just this picturesque setting, uh, and, and it's so so descriptive, so beautiful. It really paints this beautiful picture of of a house with well lighted windows mm-hmm. and family together for Christmas. And, yeah. I just, I like this one. Gives you all the good feels. 
We're back into the happy Christmas songs again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a good song. Good pick and uh, a classic. Definitely uh, picture. Uh, mm, listen to that croon. Picture the old, yeah, picture the crooner singing this one. So. But uh, kind of fluffy words. It's okay. It still makes you feel happy. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And when it's sung by Bing Crosby, with his crooning voice, yeah. it's it's so so Bing beautiful. Crosby's good. Good. Reindeers. Usually, people who slide up to a note like that really bug me. But it's okay when Bing Crosby does it because he's amazing. So that is my number five, the Christmas song. All right. All right, and then my number four, which I was saying is similar to Ding Dong Merrily on High, and it's, uh, oh wait, is that what it's called? Ding Dong yep. Merrily on High? Okay, this one is Angels We Have Heard on High. <laughs> yeah, I knew. So, this is what you were referring to. Yeah. So uh, the chorus, of course, is, is very similar, but right. it is a different song, and uh Oh, that is really, uh, really soft. Yeah. But, uh, yep, have definitely sung this one in church, and uh, has a nice bass line. Yeah, and it's always and, fun uh, to sing the moving part on exactly. the chorus. Yep. Best part of the song. I'd say probably for that reason alone, it is the best Christian song in the hymn book, mm. in the hymnal, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I have preferences, yeah. but as far as pure singing goes yeah yeah. this is the most fun oh well good yeah so uh i don't know that i have have too much more to add to it than that sing about the angels yeah yeah good song yeah i think it was one of my honorable mentions cool yes it was all right well that was my number four angels we've heard on high all right my number four is carol of the bells Uh, so, any particular version? Um, no, not really. I like pretty much any version. I was going to say you could even look up the Muppet version <laughs> of Beaker singing me, 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 me. <laughs> I like even that version. That one is fun. Uh, just how you sing it really fast. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells. Mm-hmm. And I like the lyrics a, a lot. Uh, and then the ding, dong, ding, mm-hmm. dong. If this version will ever get going, right? Then this you'll is hear it. <laughs> this is the epic music version. Oh, so it's supposed to be the best ever. It's supposed to be epic. Waiting for it. It's got almost two million views on YouTube. So, it's oh yeah, certainly I do. building. I like it. Yep, the the almost desperate feeling to it Hmm. yeah it's kind of similar to that one that I play in church the version that I I play in church Mm -hmm. earlier which is by the way the most epic version that I've ever found for piano for Mm. piano arrangements it is a really good one this one's pretty good 
Yeah. It's it's a little too dark. Uh, I think I like my versions to be a little bit more light sounding. Um, yeah. More, and I I think I prefer more a choral version than just instruments on this. Yeah. So like but, uh, this yeah, is Celtic, the woman. Celtic woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I think I like one of this my better. favorites. Uh, I know there's of a famous wire version. Lyrics. Right, I'll skip ahead. <laughs> You're just getting into the, all <laughs> the music, all the instruments. Oh, you know what? This is the version that is just just instruments. Oh well, womp womp. Whoops. Oh well, but it's still uh, very nice. <laughs> who is it? Probably the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Does a really good job with this. They they are fantastic singers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say, I mean, I'm not a Mormon, but <laughs> I do really like their choir. <laughs> so that's my number four, Carol of Bells. Okay, yeah, good one. It's an honorable mention for me. So on to number two, three, three. Uh oh, yes. I was looking. Yes, here we go. Number three for me is the first Noel, and uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit here. But uh, this one is Frank Sinatra. So, not I don't, I don't really have strong feelings either way on Frank Sinatra, but uh, I do like the first Noel. Yeah, it's it's never really moved me. Interesting. I I think it has a really good melody. And then the harmony is really good. And uh, yeah. like the bass part is maybe my favorite uh, Christmas song to sing sing the bass part on. Although uh, Angels We Have Heard on High is pretty good. And uh, there are some others that are also good. But uh, this one is one of the most moving, I think, Christmas songs for me. I mean, yes, when it's done like this. And that part in the it's, background. It's not bad. The but harmony going up to the uh, it's fine yeah it's yeah, good so it's nice it's very good it's great I don't know about the top, top ten. three top three <laughs> it didn't even make my honorable mentions oh, that's alright why would you put a song that gave the entire Christmas story into your, into your top 10 Shut up. I don't know ever since I was in high school and I had to teach this for a Christmas program mm-hmm. to I don't know somewhere between first through fourth graders maybe it was that whole age range um, and like we practiced the song over and over and we sang it over and over I think I just got a little burnt out on it it's a good song and I don't mind singing it but I'm not going to put it in my top 10 Hmm. All right. Well, that is my number three, the first Noel. <laughs> All right. Well, my number three is another crossover for us. Yeah. Yes. Mm, Christmas pipes. Uh, that was our ten, my dear. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was right. <laughs> that was a crossover. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I guess. Ding dong merrily on yep. high. And of course, done by a Celtic woman. Oh, yeah. None of this choir nonsense. Well, you could put... You I could... mean, with a beginning like that, yeah. it's so cheerful, and you've got the the 
bells dinging in the background. Yeah, the no, this is bells. a really good version. Maybe better than the choir version, but I don't want to put Celtic Woman for every song. Well, I wouldn't put them for everything either. But for this and for Christmas pipes, they have to be. And sometimes the best. I sometimes I like the slightly more traditional uh, without listen without to those voices. That's the angel singing right there. I know. No, it is a great yeah, version. Yeah, so it is much great. better than the choir. It's not so much better. It is a good version though. I only dream about being able to sing like them. They're so beautiful. What about uh, what about Roger Whitaker again? The Twelve Days of Christmas guy. He starts with a church bell. Ooh. Oh, I'll skip ahead. Lots of church bells. Like thirty seconds of church oh, bells, goodness. actually. And, and then uh, a very I don't know slow what that is. more bells intro. 40 seconds Instead in. of the cheerful rhythm that should think, be going with this. Well, well, 45 seconds in. We're, we're ready to get started now. Oh, no. Right, Roger? No. 50 seconds. This Come on, awful. Roger. You can do it. You know, this is all instrumental. This is awful. Uh, I like this one. Wow. So this Slower. is sinking faster than the Titanic. Aww. Turn this thing off. Aww. I'm sorry, Roger. Yuck! He did the slide. <gasps> Ding. Only Bing Crosby is allowed to do that. No. Roger. No. Don't listen to her, Roger. Get thee behind me, Roger Whitaker. Oh, I like Roger Whitaker. He has a very nice voice. We're not going to any very concerts rich. of his because He's probably it's dead. poor. You poor killed him. You put him in his someone. grave. You and others like him. And I you. just might boo him if we went to a concert. So. How dare you? The great Roger Whitaker. So that was my number three, Ding Dong Merrily on High by Celtic Woman. Hmm. Well, my number two is one of the most classic Christmas songs. Like when you say, name a Christmas song, quick. I bet this would be a, uh, one that would pop up in people's heads. The Mighty Fortress first. is our God. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> it sounds like the entrance to that. Oh, it's uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Ah. Oh. And uh, I, I picked uh, the Mormon tabernacle choir for yeah, this one there you go because it's a it's a good choir song you want all the parts in this one so. but uh they are such a good choir yeah they're but uh yeah i i like this one for its uh triumphal uh sound yeah i'll give you this it, one it builds toward the end of the verse and uh let's see i like it in it's a wonderful life and the finale, this is one of yeah. the one of the couple songs they sing. They're yeah. The finale, this one, and Auld Lang Syne. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I always get uh, a little teary-eyed. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. Around uh, when they're singing this and then when his brother comes in. So, it's, uh, you were talking about having, I forgot which one that you had, uh, oh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas you associated Nostalgia. with. Yeah. Uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. I associate this one a little bit with... But it's wonderful life. I don't always think okay. about that, but that is another plus. So, one of my favorites to sing, and uh, good, good uh, hymn, good, good Christmas hymn. Okay, it didn't make my top ten. Uh, I probably could have. I mean, my my honorable mentions. Mm. It probably could have though. Um, I'll give it an honorable honorable mention. Also, if we're just talking like uh, doctrinal lyrics. This is this yes, is probably is. the strongest by far. Good job. So it's great. Plus, got that organ in this version. So 
How can you go wrong? All right. That's my number two. <laughs> All right. My number two. Hark Harold Angels. And maybe if the Mormon Tabernacle Choir does this one, you might want to look it up. It's Mary Did You Know. No, I think this one is too new and not necessarily a choir Classic. choir Aww. choir song okay. enough to be a, a Mormon tabernacle okay. choir. I think they sing more traditional songs. Uh here's a Mount Paran choir and orchestra. Oh boy. Oh no. They're gonna butcher. Let me skip ahead. It's a little slow. Yeah, I mean, it's the beginning. I'll skip ahead a couple minutes. I guess they... What are they singing? There you go. Aw, man, there's no good versions of this on YouTube. All right, well... No good go. versions. Oh, ah. They're lifting their hands. No, take away the drum beat. <laughs> I'm not opposed to a drum beat in Christian songs, but it does not go well with this song. Pretty sure the original version had a drum beat. It's a pretty pretty new song. Yeah, I don't know. It, I think it just detracts from how cool and awesome the lyrics are. Uh, I like how it goes back and forth between uh, this tender sensitive little infant mm-hmm. and then talking about all the great deeds that he will do and how he's the the great I am um, uh-huh. that part's not bad I, I switched this is the Christ Church choir now okay. that's a little better yeah and then the, the break after that big mm-hmm. Uh, big ending there, and then mm-hmm. then you start in soft again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I one of the lyrics that really uh, tugs at me every time that I hear it is, okay. uh, when you kissed your little baby, you kissed the face of God. Okay. Um, I just think that's so incredible. I think this song really drives home uh, that... This was Jesus, uh, that Jesus was God incarnate in the flesh. Uh And that's just incredible to think about, that the creator of the universe uh, was incarnate as a little baby, Mm -hmm. uh, a little helpless child. And so it's pretty awe-inspiring to think about. And I like this ending. And And it builds really big. Mm-hmm. And we just sang this with our choir in our Christmas cantata. And it might have been my favorite song of the whole cantata. Whoa. Certainly the second favorite, at least. It's a really good song. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm glad. My number two. I'm glad you put it on the list. I know Mary, it's, uh, did you know? It's a very popular one. I am just very sad that we couldn't find a really solid rendition to share with you guys. Yeah, I thought that second one was... It was okay. It was probably pretty good. I don't know that you're going to probably not much better than that. All right. Well, moving on to number ones. Do you think it'll be a number one crossover? Nope. 
I can guarantee it won't. Oh, because it's already a crossover with another song that I've mentioned. (laughs) Unless it's like Jingle Bell Rock or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something you know is not going to be my number one. Uh, My number one is Oh Holy Night. Oh, man, that is my number one. Boom. Slash. Why'd you say? Well, I didn't think this would be your number one, actually. Okay, so I couldn't decide between this one and The Birthday of a King. Eh, this one. <laughs> because, well, they both kind of evoke the same feeling within me. And this one is for adults. <laughs> Whatever. They they both start soft and then they uh, they really build. Do they? Mm-hmm. Both build? Hallelujah. Oh, how the angels sang. Hallelujah. How it rang and the sky was bright from the holy light. No, that one doesn't build much more than that. was the birthday of a king. It's just I a small that, build. No, I think there's a pretty cool... Uh, I guess picture there. Pretty so good your, feeling. So that's your number two, huh? <laughs> and all the others get slid down one. No, there. Well, I couldn't really decide between these two. So as co-host of this podcast, no. I felt it was okay for no. me to sandwich two songs into one. No, no nope. one slot. It's not even Ding Dong Merrily on High and Angels We Have Heard on High, <laughs> or two similar songs like that. They're both Ding talking dong, about the same Angels event. We have heard on High, on High. <laughs> Could have done something like that. Oh, talking about the same event. Huh. I do really like A Holy Night, and yeah. I love it when we sing it in church. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, not something that gets sung very often. I think it works better as a special. I don't like it better. I don't like it as much as a, as a congregational or even a choir song. I, I like it as a, a really strong singer, especially at the very end, really hitting yeah. that high note. I would like sing, yeah, <laughs> and that's why I don't sing it as a special in church. Uh, if we're doing it as a congregational, I will try to hit those notes, uh, nice. just for the fun of it, mm-hmm. just because I can, or at least I, th- I think I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do it. If I'm really well warmed up, I sometimes sort of can. Nice. My mom can. And I loved it oh, when yeah. she would hit those notes. Oh, it was so great. And so she'd do the soprano, mm. and I'd do the alto, and my brother Michael would do the uh, tenor, mm-hmm. and Tim and Dad would do the bass. Oh, yeah. We could do a full family harmony on this <laughs> song. It was really great. Nice. Melody did the melody, of course. Huh. Uh, uh. I wasn't being facetious when I said that. <laughs> It does sound like a Benzel joke, though. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Mm. Anyway, so back to the song. Yeah. Anything you wanted to say about it? Um, I feel like I've been the words are very good. Yeah. And and then it's really hard to beat the chorus. I know. So the I mean the verse is very nice, but then the chorus is is what puts it solidly at, at number one. Yeah. I did pick uh, This is Celtic Woman again uh, They do so many songs yeah. right Yeah I think uh, I think Josh Groban He does this one And he does a good job too As I recall He does But, but he holds the Noel Too long okay. Whereas Celtic okay. Woman Does it just right Right here I don't know Oh Yes I do yep. remember that Whereas yes, Josh Groban You're like Oh man he's gonna pass out He's holding that note Way too long True. And it just 
it goes on too long. I think also when I was looking it up, he he combined it with uh, another song. It's not coming to me at the moment. Come to Bethlehem and see. Yeah, that they song. hold. So I they hold just theirs. This song. They hold their note for a full measure. I think mm-hmm. he holds his for like one and a half, maybe two measures. Yeah, maybe two. And it's just quite a while. It's too long. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. But, but yeah, I think it works better. Yeah, uh, a little less flashy. Yeah. So cool. Let's, well, let's take attention away from yourself and point <laughs> towards the song. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, yes, I will join in with that applause yeah. and say, "Very good." My number one. And my number one as well. Oh, holy night. Good oh, job. Holy night. Good job. All right. It's been the birthday of a king. It's been a little no. It's been a little while since we've had number one crossover <laughs> yeah. like that. So it's good to good to get back into that. I'm i I'm di- a little disappointed that you didn't have Carol the Bells on your on your It's list. an honorable mention. It would it would uh be like twelve, thirteen, somewhere around there. I did think that maybe Holly Jolly Christmas would have been on your list too. It was. It was? Yeah, I remember uh, you talked about it, and then it was my number eight oh, okay. right after that. So I didn't really talk about go. it. I just, uh, I, I didn't realize what it was my said. very next one. Yeah. So. Okay. Yep. So that that was also a crossover. So what did we have? Three crossover? Oh, yeah. Holy Night, Holly Jolly Christmas, Christmas Pipes. And Ding Dong Merrily on High. Oh, four crossovers. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Uh, well, my honorable mentions, uh, the one that I pushed out for Christmas Pipes was White Christmas. Which I know for a lot of people is the Christmas song. Right. And it's definitely, uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier. It's the one that launched that sort of nostalgic yeah, uh, kind of like uh, you had White Christmas. And then after that, you had Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and I'll Maybe. Be Home for yeah, Christmas. And a couple more like that that were definitely uh, all longing for inspired home. Inspired yeah. by, yeah. Uh, yeah. That same kind of, same kind of thing. So, um, yeah, White Christmas, very good. I uh, just didn't quite make the list. Just got pushed off there at the end. I like Angels from the Realms of Glory. I like uh, Christmas Time is Here. I actually don't even remember that one. Let me go look that one up real quick. Do you know what that is? Christmas Time. Oh, I think that's the one with the, um, I think that's the one that the children's choir sings. Let me see. Slow swing feel. Oh, yeah. I guess it's just a trio, but... Yeah, this is like the Charlie Brown yeah, Christmas. It, it's from Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown Christmas, but... Yeah, I like this one. Well, I always like this one. Yeah, it's And, fine. uh... Let's see. Here we come a wassailing. That's a fun one. How can you not like a I song like that, that has one. a wassailing yeah. in the title? It's a good one. Uh, How Should a King Come? It's not hey, a traditional mine Christmas well. song, but yeah. Great one. Thanks and a lot, PCC. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Familiar with that one? I am, yeah. Okay, okay. And We Wish You the Merriest is uh, uh, it's top 20. No. Oh, that one's so fun. No. Uh, we would always uh, have a lot of fun, you know, pointing our fingers with the uh, time with around, the horns. Yeah, yeah so that, that is a good, good coser. Christmas song. I can see you little cozers dancing around to this, <laughs> bending your elbows and your knees, doing doing that uh, uh, hop and a skip. Something like that. And then uh, Wonderful Christmas Time, the Paul McCartney 
This was mm. on, you know that one? That one doesn't sound familiar. Okay, I'll I'll get that one playing here in a minute. And then uh, three more that are sung around Christmas time and probably would be top ten if, if we were including these, but um, I decided to cut them off the list since they're not technically Christmas songs, and that way I could put a few more like Holly Jolly Christmas on that right. uh, I wanted to put on the list, so... Uh, hallelujah chorus yep same here uh, so the messiah does start at christmas but the hallelujah chorus itself isn't technically a christmas song even though we sing it at christmas a lot of times uh joy to the world technically second <laughs> coming second advent instead of first um, get on your hobby horse but uh, i really do like joy to the world a lot and then good king wenceslas oh yeah i really like a whole lot and this one is super super technical but it's uh on the Feast of Stephen, as, as the uh, first verse mentions, and uh, St. Stephen's Day is December 26th, the day after Christmas. So, I mean, I don't think you have to wait until the day after Christmas to sing it. I'm fine with singing it at Christmas, but I had to find a way to move a few off the list so I could uh, have just 10 <laughs> instead of 12 or 13 or so. So that's how I rationalized moving them off. How about you? Do you? Oh, oh, oh. And uh, a you couple more. play the Paul McCartney one, too. Oh, yeah. How about now? What is this? Oh, you still don't recognize it? Okay. I guarantee you will once, you, once he starts singing. You might not have realized it was Paul McCartney. In his post-Beatles career. Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, it's called Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, yeah. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I really like that one. And then speaking of fun, a couple that they're not, they're not top ten, but I have a whole lot of fun with them. Chiron Beta Prime, Jonathan <laughs> Colton song, uh, yeah, a little that kind was, of a parody song. Yeah, uh, not a parody, but just a, a silly Christmas song. And then uh, Make It So, which is yes! the Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes, yes. Uh, there's a YouTube video of just clips of Star Trek: Next Generation characters, um, kind of sing, oh, kind of make a song. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. To let and, it snow. Uh, yeah, yeah, to let it snow. And now every time we sing "Let It Snow," I have to force myself to sing the right words because i i'm so uh it's wonderful so into the uh or this uh this, this parody, parody has yeah. burnt itself into my brain so how about you what what honorable mentions do you have All right well i mentioned driving home for christmas uh a couple that are that's an honorable mention the, for me too that's a good one in the uh hymn book that almost never get played are in the bleak midwinter i don't know and that one in the bleak midwinter. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that song. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a pretty song. Hmm. Uh, Lo How a Rose Air Blooming. That one's a good one. I think you made that one up. No, I don't think I've heard that one ever either. Wow. Yeah, and that's that's what the thing is. Yeah, they're almost never played. Uh, but they are in the hymnal, in with the Christmas songs. Huh. This is in the bleak midwinter. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. No, I've never heard this song. Yeah. So those two, uh, How Should a King Come? Yep. Chiron, Better Prime, you already <laughs> mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Saw Three Ships. Uh, I do like that one. 
it's it's fun and cheerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angels we've heard on high. Mm-hmm. The little drummer boy, eh. the Nutcracker. The little drummer boy has kind of silly lyrics, but yeah. I still well like overrated. the melody of it. And the, okay. the drum beat in the background. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what kind of a drum is that? Parum pum pum pum. No, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> parum pum pum drum. Nice. Uh, I'll think of it later, I'm sure. A snare drum. Snare drum. Yeah, a snare drum. I like that. What if you um, were carrying around a timpani? I think if he had carried that around or a kettle drum, that would have made the little drummer boy so, so much cool, better. So cool, so epic. All right, so... The big drummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a timpani. <laughs> Fat Albert as a drummer uh, boy. I really want that to be a, a YouTube skit now. Somebody go make the big drummer boy That as seems a like skit. a Studio C thing Please. to do. Please yeah. make this happen. Uh, let's see. Some others that are a little less spiritual. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Hmm. I love this song. Hmm. It's so... It, it, I mean, it's not Christmassy at all, except for, nope. like, it ha- talks it's about... anti-Christmas. I know, but I love it anyway. Um, who Devil- spiked, Devilmas. Who Spiked the Eggnog <gasps> by Straight No Chaser. <gasps> Alcohol reference number two. I know, but I like this one too. It's so fun. <laughs> I like Silver Bells. Uh, again, Lame. by. Aw, that one's picturesque. It's very slow. Again, and very boring. By. Uh, what's his name with the golden voice? Uh, but it's Silver Bells. Bing Crosby. You should have gotten the man with the silver voice. Nah, Josh Groban can't do this as well. <laughs> and I think that's it for my honorable mentions. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, you could probably stop in the bleak midwinter. I think it just ended. Actually, there we go. Oh no! It still has two more minutes. You're done. So, yeah, that is our list. Uh, let's get to feedback. Uh, we got a bunch of feedback to share, but before we do that, uh, I would encourage you to go to your email or go to our website. If you want to email us, tto at coser.us, or our website, leave a comment, tto.coser.us slash 98. Let us know your favorite Christmas song. Let us know uh, which Christmas songs that we mentioned that you don't care for. And uh, let us know after you listen to um, Make It So and Chiron Beta Prime, uh, what you think of those uh, little uh, goofy uh kind of parody christmas songs they make us smile yeah we'll put links to those as well as as we do with all of our music lists links to all of these songs on youtube and even youtube playlists so you can listen to all 10 of melissa's or all 10 of mine all in a row and uh let's get to some uh feedback that we got so uh the first thing is that uh there was that feedback that i missed from josh last week uh, that you caught, but there was also uh, feedback from Zach on that same Twilight Zone episode, and he really liked our intro. He said it was a great idea. So thank you, Zach, brother Zach. And then uh, apparently Megan had some uh, menial chores to do because <laughs> uh, she went and left a ton of comments. After listening to a bunch of episodes. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine 
episodes that she left comments on. So let's uh, blaze through these real quick. Uh, do you have them pulled up, or do you want I me do. to? Okay, yeah. let's uh, let's let's popcorn it back and forth. I'll start. Uh, reverse order, or or how no, do you want to go? Care, All right, let's go chronological order. Episode twenty three, comic book characters. She said that she really liked this one. Uh, she hasn't read uh, too many comic books, just the uh, Spider-Man comics that we had growing up. But uh, hearing about all the different characters is really interesting to her. And uh, I, I agree with you, Megan. I was just listening to a podcast today, two hours long. Uh, it's an old sci-fi Christian episode. And they were just talking about a bunch of DC comics. And it's not a great episode, but I was still enjoying listening to them just talk about superheroes. For some reason, that's kind of a, a nice, kind of a candy uh, right. popcorn popcorn thing just hearing about those different stories uh so her list she said uh spider-man two exclamation marks uh the joker she hates him but so intriguing uh batman uh flash uh because of his fun personality uh captain america green lantern and venom who is creepy but interesting with sort of the uh two people wrestling for control of mm-hmm. one one body and then Thor as well, which I think is just because she likes Thor Ragnarok. No, oh uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, well, <laughs> but that's fair. So he no makes judgments a pretty here. Good Thor, no judgment. Uh, All right, so, next. So she commented on episode thirty-nine sports, and she started off. I loved this episode. You guys are so funny. And, of course, I loved hearing all of the memories you brought up. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'm glad we brought so much enjoyment. Aww. And then I remembered I did not do this episode. Aww. But that's okay. That was me and I'm Brother sure Matt. it was more entertaining anyway, just you two guys going on about all your favorite sports. It was a lot of fun. So Megan is very good at sports. Uh, I have seen her in action. She's yeah. definitely one of the best girls at sports that I've, I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, she likes to play football, baseball, volleyball, and skiing. And shooting as well, if she said, if that counts. And I would say sure. it does. All right. So that is her comment on sports. And then episode 52 was things not to say to your wife. And she said it was one of our funniest episodes. Yeah, I'll agree with that. All right. Episode uh, 46, breakfast cereals and limes and coconuts. Mm-hmm. And etc. Skip a bit. Uh, she thought it was pretty awesome because we fought on the air. And yeah, I'm gonna agree with you, Megan. Uh, we we were pretty pretty much going at it, hammering tongs on that night, and mm. it was good a good episode. Uh, she had a lot of really sweet choices for what her list <laughs> would be. She did agree with me that Captain Crunch Crunch Berries is uh, worth worth uh, putting on the list, along with Golden Grahams. Yeah, and then she agreed with me with pretty much everything else. Waffle Crisp, Oreo O's, Fruity Pebbles, Peanut Butter Captain Crunch, Tony's Cinnamon Shut Crunchers, up. which is basically the same we as Cinnamon Toast We don't need to read crunch. out loud every single word that she wrote. <laughs> I'm just reading the good ones. <laughs> uh, French Toast Crunch. All right, so moving on to her next <laughs> comment. All right, that will be episode... 78 cartoon theme songs wow that was uh already 20 episodes ago Uh, and uh she disagreed with underdog uh not not on her list 
I don't I don't know uh, I, don't, I don't know what the problem is here, Megan. That's a great theme song. That's uh, pretty good. Super Friends. She also disagrees with. Thank so, you, Megan. Thank uh, you. That's just a dumb theme song. That's okay. I, Thank you for understanding. I'm fine with being the voice in the wilderness for the Super Friends theme song. A I, wild, crazy hermit <laughs> voice in the wilderness. That's right. I'm John the Baptist. No, no, not that kind of. And uh, crazy soon Jesus hermit. will come and back me nope, up. Nope, nope. What? Wow, that got pretty heretical really quickly. So you claim. All right, so moving on to episode 89. She commented on our brand names and agreed with pretty much all of them. She would also add that for peanut butter, you need to get Jif the brown cap. This is a very divisive mm-hmm. issue in, in the, Kozer, the Kozer family. My uh, parents brown cap versus red family, cap. Not in this family. Yes. no. We don't like the red cap. We don't really care. Anymore. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty um, of other good peanut butters like uh Crunchy. No. All brands and of not, crunchy. Not actually maybe there's not a whole bunch of other good brands. <laughs> and Never anyway, mind. she also says uh for hairspray you should get L'Oreal brand. Hmm. And then for coffee you should get brand name. Don't get the cheap stuff. Oh yeah. Especially not pumpkin spice K cups. Uh Mistake I mean, you went one. wrong with, with pumpkin spice. Well, that's mistake number two. <laughs> Think number one is drinking coffee. <laughs> okay. Episode 90, Guilty Pleasures. Uh, she thought it was pretty funny that I uh, read her and Lindsay's Archie comics. I don't think I... I, I didn't realize that was a, a secret. I don't think I s- sneaked them. <laughs> uh, she said, um, The Grinch... Live action Grinch is still good for the quotes, but not a great movie. Agreed. That's why it's on guilty pleasures. And her gu- biggest guilty pleasure, Hallmark movies. And you she ought is to be definitely not alone this. with that one. It seems like all of your girlfriends, that is their guilty pleasure. Except at I least know. Megan realizes that she should be guilty for this, that it's that it is a guilty pleasure. I think uh seems like most people into these have no shame. So good job, Megan. You you go ahead and the get first your, step your fashion ideas. Is recognizing and your, that you have a problem. Your, your good feelings, your yeah. warm fuzzies. I will say that that she she did say she uh she sometimes can find good fashion ideas mm-hmm, in herself. Mm-hmm. Well, at least she's got another reason for watching it. Uh, she liked our pregnant or my pregnancy and postpartum episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So glad to spread the word about things to consider, and hopefully that'll be helpful to you someday in the future, Megan. All right, and the last comment she left was she was hoping that we would do a top ten Christmas songs. Yep, nothing so she's about. Excited. So you're welcome, Megan. Here you go. About how happy she was that we're going on a cruise, or I how think excited that was about any of the games that we're gonna <laughs> play. Oh, some of those sound cool or interesting. Nope, I can't wait for you to do Christmas songs. So a little bit, a little bit disappointing there, Megan. But okay. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, that is all the feedback that we got. All Megan, all the time this week. So why don't you uh, send us comments, send us emails. We'll get you on the air. And especially don't forget to send us your favorite 10 to 1 episode from our first, I guess our first 98 now that we've done. Let us know what your favorite is. Don't worry about episode 99. That won't be your favorite. So just go ahead. You don't have to wait until that one comes out to give us your favorite. And uh, we'll... We'll let everybody know when we drop episode 100 sometime around New Year's. Still here in 2018, but pretty close to the end. 
Next time, we're going to be doing fantasy football wrap-up. So see what I got right and mostly what I got wrong about this year in fantasy football. Until then, I'm Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. So can we talk about some Christmas songs to hate about? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about our our least favorite. I'll let you start this one. All right. So I know that I just uh, mentioned a couple of these as honorable mentions, but now I'm going to write on them a little bit. Okay. I saw three ships. Pseudo-biblical. Okay. The lyrics are all about, I saw three ships come sailing and come sailing in on Christmas morning. Okay. And what were they carrying? Uh, Baby Jesus and Mary. And I don't know. It's just kind of... Uh, and some people are like, well, maybe the ships uh, were a reference to being camels and stuff. But even still, it's just really. like, uh, <laughs> why are there three ships, three camels for just two people? And One where's Joseph? Stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's no nothing He's in the stories about Mary and Joseph or Jesus riding on a camel or whatever. It's not traditional. Okay. It's just kind of, it's sort of. Uh, it's traditional at this point. No, it's it's just very pseudo-biblical, hmm. but I do like the melody, so I can't hate on it too much. Now, hang on, let me let me keep going. In the Bleak Midwinter, love that song, love the mm-hmm. melody, but the first stanza basically says nothing. It's just going around saying, uh, in the Bleak Midwinter, the, I'm some, uh, kind of summing up here, it says something like, the, the ground was very hard and it was Again. cold. In the bleak midwinter. Okay. That's all it says. And then finally, okay. it actually starts to get into maybe a little bit more uh, doctrinal stuff. So I feel that they could chop that first stanza. Hmm. Uh, again, another one to hate on. Or not hate, but at least rag. Away in a manger should not be in the hymnal, okay? It's yeah. a wonderful uh, nursery song. No, it's not. Uh Pretty saccharine melody. It's fine, but I always feel uncomfortable when we're in church and we're singing, and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. And you just see people getting these awkward awkward looks on their faces as they're singing, stay by my cradle, Jesus. Uh, And I don't know, it's just weird. So that should not be in the hymnal, should not be sung. That seemed like a pretty, pretty specific and odd objection uh i'll push back a little bit and i don't i mean i'm not going to disagree with those uh with your points necessarily but uh in general i i do think it's funny the things people pick out as to pick on as not being biblical and yet are fine with um you know uh singing about a stable when we don't know if he was you know an earthen stable i think one of the songs says and, right you know maybe they were in a cave we don't know or uh, just other specific things like that that, I mean, they're just traditional details that uh, it's in a song. I, I don't, I guess I don't, uh, so don't take it saying... as seriously maybe or I don't think it's a problem that we add uh, poetic details. So you're saying that Mary and, and Jesus might have sailed on three ships after all. No, it's possible. You like Mary, <laughs> did you know, and, which is, uh, I mean... It's it's a poetic kind of a thing where you're obvious it's obvious that she didn't know. It's not it's not saying you should you would literally 
have wanted to ask Mary these questions. Obviously, she didn't know that he was going to do the, all those miracles and that, that kind of thing. Whatever. It's just sort of a poetic uh, kind of thing. Uh, and uh, on my second point <laughs> is that uh, I've come around a little bit on lyrics and songs not making um, 100% literal sense, like you were, you were talking about the in the bleak midwinter. Um, I, I well, mean, they're I mean, going it, for it that sort sense. of bleak midwinter it feel. Just- it doesn't. It's the first stanza says absolutely nothing is the thing, though. Right, but go back to our great songs list where I kind of ragged on Bob Dylan's uh, "Blowing in the Wind" because I was like, "Oh, what? What does this lyric mean? Blowing in the wind? Uh, you know, how many seagulls running down the beach, or whatever it is? <laughs> like, what? What does that mean? Well, he d- he wasn't particular. He didn't necessarily want." Um, in the same way that a, a a portrait painter, or not a portrait painter, but a painter doesn't always draw paint exactly uh, realistically. They might do uh, go for more of a, a feeling, like they're an impressionist, for example. Uh, they're going for more of a of an emotional feeling, or they're going for more of an impression of something. In the same way, you can do songs where uh, it, it's more to give you the feeling, or to give you uh, an emotional. Uh, uh, hook, and you shouldn't just dissect the words and and take that apart from. The I music. don't do that on so, any song. That's fine. Ever. I'm just saying, I've I've come around on that. I think I was wrong when I when I ragged against that in the great songs. And Whatever. I'm, I'm trying to correct that now. Anyway, so I'm not saying that those are the worst. Those are just the ones okay. that I like to rag. I on. am. You rag so on yours, and then here we'll are get my to bottom my four: Silver Bells. <gasps> oh, it's so slow. So, I like it. Uh, like. City sidewalks. Uh, Valentine Aww. heart candies. This is the Valentine heart candy of Aww. of Christmas songs. Just chalky and not good. And Aww. it promises something that it isn't. It's just not good. Uh, but it's not as bad as I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Hey, that's one of my worst songs. I just My third worst song. I just don't care for... It's just so dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's... The, the lyrics are fine, I guess. I don't care it's for that dumb. lady's voice that sings yeah. it and then but by far the two worst and i don't know which one's worse but rocking around the christmas tree oh no and jingle bell rock what oh no i've got two worse than that uh jingle bell rock is the worst i decided <laughs> jingle bell rock is by far the worst by christmas the way that's sign. one of my most favorite songs giddy up that- jingle horse pick up the beat what is going on? I would. I just said I don't think you should read too much into lyrics, just, but I'm going to make an exception going for a and feeling, say, Brian. "What the heck?" Uh, those two songs need to be erased it's from all the public about the consciousness. Feeling. Now I will yeah, say, yeah, it's all about the feeling wrong and uh, anti-Christmas, whatever nonsense. Mm, Strike those. You can't from the change record. my mind. I like Jingle uh, Bell Rock. Uh, no. Rocking around well, the Christmas tree, you can take it or leave it for me. But I like Jingle Bell Rock. No, no, no. The two absolute worst Christmas right, songs right. ever. Let's hear it. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. That's second worst. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes it sound like his mom is cheating on his dad. No, it doesn't. And he's going around and telling his friends, hey. Maybe no, when no, you're no, five. I think but... how funny it'll be when I tell daddy that I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Let me tell yeah. my friends. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. I don't know what my daddy's going to think about that. It's kind of cute because the kid doesn't know his dad is Santa Claus. 
no, it's not cute. It's I mean, it's not it's not good. It's not one of my favorites, but it's not no. that bad. But the absolute worst is Santa Baby. I mean, uh, just looking really at the lyrics, I know the maybe title. they could be innocent enough, uh-huh. but uh, they're not, and especially because it's already always sung in. Uh, pardon the expression, but it's always sung in a very slutty way. Uh, it's <laughs> it's bad, and I hate this song. So hmm. here are the lyrics. Santa baby slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl. Uh-huh. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Uh, I'll wait up for you, dear. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. Uh-huh. Next year I could also be good if you'll check off my list. <laughs> and it, I mean, it just kind of keeps on going. Santa cutie. Ah, uh, it it's really disturbing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I probably have heard this song, but I, it's not ringing any bells. No, I hate this one. This no, one needs to be that? struck from the record, erased from everybody's memories. Tell you what, if yeah. I had a time mm-hmm. machine, I'd go back and erase this song. I'd stop this song from ever happening. I don't think that would cause great ripples down through time, and I think the world would be a better place without it. 